Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! Even if you're not ready, it's time to get it on. Mike Sempervivi here with you for the next hour talking professional wrestling and mixed martial arts. That's something we do every single day here on this program, seven days a week. And however you're listening to me right now, tune in iHeart American Forces Radio over-the-air affiliates like the Mightier 1090, SportsByline.com, SiriusXM, via podcast or streaming video on Twitch backslash F4W video or on our YouTube service. Just want to say thank you. We have platforms on this show, a platform for everybody, except for Brian Alvarez. He's got no platform today because he's out with the family. It leaves everything to me. Something tells me he just didn't want to talk about Alexa Bliss for another day. I can understand that. He's probably going to have to, though, because it's Monday. You know what that means. A three-hour Raw is staring down us right in the face, which I'm not ready for after last night. i got to be honest. It's uh, Hell in a Cell was last night. I don't know if you, you watched your Peacock service or not, but uh, it was the last pay-per-view, at least one would assume, from inside the confines of the Yingling Center in the Thunderdome, they will be back out on the road next month, Money in the Bank, Fort Worth, Texas, but they had to get this last one out of the way first, and yes, we got magic, we got Alexa Bliss, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about all of this stuff and actually do it with you. A little bit of a different number today for those who are usually used to listening to us and Hearing that number that Brian gives out, no, no. If you if you want to give feedback today and you want to call one eight hundred eight seven eight play one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine, we'll probably be opening up the phone lines in the the second segment of the show to get your reactions to Hell in a Cell last night. One of those shows where we come out of it with the participation ribbon. We tell everybody the wrestlers worked really hard, but. And we'll get to all those butts afterwards. But yeah, they worked really hard, all right. I don't know if you saw Drew McIntyre's pictures of his back all torn up from the last chance he'll ever have against Bobby Lashley. We'll get into that and everything else taking place in the wrestling world. We get back from break. Wrestling Observer Live.
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Looking at, looking at, looking at me Look at that, look at how they're looking at me Eyes all sticking like honey on bees yeah, Look at that, uh, look at how uh. they're looking at me you're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi back here with you That was Wale, he hasn't been on this show in a while I don't know if he watched the pay-per-view last night. I would assume that he did. He didn't watch it on pay-per-view, though. He watched it on Peacock. I don't know anybody that would have watched this on pay-per-view. I don't know anybody that would have been asked to pay for it, any of that stuff. But uh, I'm sure there's somebody out there. Mike Sempervivi here with you. Brian Alvarez not here. So for you, ASMR kids. I need that. 
I needed that to get through the show last night. Uh, Hell in a Cell, yeah, Yingling Center, Tampa, Florida, University of South Florida. Last time there, my apologies to Eddie. You know he's very sad about this, but that's okay. It's okay. You never know what could happen. We could have another outbreak again, and they could be shoved right back into the Thunderdome. But I would, I would tend to doubt it. But uh, really, a surprise. They didn't do a whole lot of nonsense or, or, or fun with the computer screens last night in the, in the, the Thunderdome for the last time. I would have figured they would have done something, especially in the Alexa Bliss match, but that did not happen. It was a, it was an okay show. Unless you paid for it, if you paid more than four ninety nine on Peacock for this show, it wasn't worth it. It was a tidy two hours and 50 minutes, as Brian had predicted yesterday. That's about the time it was going to go, and that's the, the time that it did go. And it wasn't offensive, for the most part, for the, those three hours, but it also wasn't really all that exciting, to be honest with you. The main event was really, really good with Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, if he didn't win, it was his last opportunity to have a title shot against Bobby Lashley as long as he holds on to the title. We got interference because it's a hell in a cell, so you got to have interference. We got interference from MVP in the match, which did not lead directly to the finish. Drew McIntyre, the match went on for several minutes after that and ultimately Bobby Lashley would get the pin with, and just after both guys brutalized each other. I mean, that was the one thing about this match was they just killed each other. And Brian, unfortunately, I don't want to say unfortunately, but was proven right here. And the only reason I'm saying unfortunately is he's going to rub it in over and over again saying, see, I told you as soon as Drew got the visual victory and got the pinfall over Bobby Lashley on Monday, I told you he wasn't winning. And that was true. He wasn't. It was really a surprise. And I was surprised when they gave Drew that victory last week because, well, if Drew is going to win and you've waited this long, why didn't you just have him do it on the pay-per-view? Well, now that we, we see why they didn't do it at the pay-per-view, because Bobby Lashley was going over, which leads to the biggest question, well, now what? For both guys, now what? To me, Bobby Lashley's path is really easy. Kofi Kingston's right there. They have been teasing this deal with Kofi and the the headache uh, with with Xavier Woods. And I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, if you're going to try to make Kofi a a real contender here, I would assume you would have to do something with with, with Xavier. I mean, it, to me, I, I don't. As him as the foil to MVP, I don't think works. I think you either need to injure him, which gives Kofi a little bit of extra oomph as far as going after Bobby Lashley, or you could have Xavier turn on Kofi or play that angle to kind of bring some drama to, to this whole thing because I just think on its own, it's going to be maybe, it's, it's probably going to be a tough sell. Then again, if you have Brock coming in for SummerSlam, maybe it's not that hard of a sell. You just got to get through a month, get through money in the bank, and then, boom, you jump right into Brock Lesnar. But if you want to try to throw some intrigue behind Kofi competing for the championship, that's probably what it's going to be. Now, 
when it comes to Drew McIntyre, that's a little bit of a different story here. Uh, the obvious answer to me would be Sheamus, his old buddy Sheamus, his old fighting partner and opponent Sheamus, the Intercontinental Champion who, you know, d- d- doesn't really seem to be doing anything with it right now. I-, I believe he's the Intercontinental Champion, right? He's the IC Champion and 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 Sami Zayn, or sorry, not Sami Zayn, but uh, Apollo Cruz is the the cruiserweight. How the hell does this work? Who's the U.S. champion? Who's the IC champion? I don't know who the IC champion is. I don't know either one. Doesn't matter. One has one belt. The other has the other belt. And Drew McIntyre will be facing Sheamus. I would assume for his version of the belt, the U.S. title. It is. It's uh, yeah. These belts mean nothing to me. I was going through the list, by the way, uh, of champions in WWE, I, NXT. If you look at, they have. A ridiculous amount of belts between NXT UK, I, I, Kushida, Karrion Cross, Raquel, Bronson Reed, MSK, Candice and Indy, LA Knight, Walter, Mako Satamura, Tyler Bate. Does the Heritage Championship count as a is a everyday defended championship? And Pretty Deadly, Sam Stoker and Lewis Howley. They are your NXT UK tag team champions. Anybody not from the UK, tell me who Sam Stoker and, and, and Lewis Hawley are, I, regardless of that. To me, back to the original point, I could see Sheamus and Drew being the best type of, of therapy for Drew after this deal with, with Bobby Lashley because I don't want to say he's the ultimate failure, but he has had how many opportunities at Bobby Lashley and come up short, and this was going to be his last chance to have the title? Well... Unless he's going to win money in the bank or Bobby Lashley's going to lose the title, how else does he get him back in the title title picture? I don't know how you do it. So for right now, this is probably the best deal to, to put him in with Sheamus, but we'll have to kind of see how that goes. Now, nothing else matched the physical intensity that those two guys put themselves through last night. At all. And and Drew McIntyre, if you saw the pictures on his Instagram, on his Twitter, of his back completely all lit up, it was a brutal beating that he took. And, and they busted their ass. And there was, there was a lot of that last night. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and Cesaro and Seth Rollins were two really good uh, uh, versions of that. Uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens especially. Kevin Owens was fantastic. And he already went into the match selling that Nigerian nail that he, he, he suffered at the hands of Commander Aziz where, you know, he was already having problems speaking and, and breathing and all of that going into the match. And we've seen Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens a zillion times over the years, but we haven't really seen a match like this where Kevin Owens is the one in peril for the entire match. And that was already in play starting the match with the throat injury but then Sami Zayn does a flip dive out on top of Owens during the match early on in the match where immediately Kevin Owens starts selling his arm his left arm and you thought at first did he actually like bust his shoulder you know did he dislocate his shoulder is he trying to pop it back in and I don't think that was the case he just sold like a zillion dollars and Again, a great twist on a match we've seen a million times where Kevin Owens was now really in peril, suffering from not only the throat but the arm. Sammy went after it, and I thought did a 
absolutely fantastic job. Ultimately, Sammy got the win in about 13 minutes, but a really impressive performance by both men, but especially the way that Kevin Owens sold. He really, again, a great twist on a match that we've seen a million times. And as somebody pointed out on Wrestling Observer Radio last night, first win in four years for Sami Zayn facing off against Kevin Owens. I looked at the numbers myself. Nine wins now to three for Kevin Owens over Sami Zayn uh, under the WWE Titan auspices. They've also had three no contests as well, too. But three wins for Zayn, now nine wins for Kevin Owens in about the 9,132nd time they've met each other in their careers. I'm finally going to get this cough out now. <laughs> we'll be back. Wrestling Observer Live. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 
That's 855-325-1780. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Mike Sempervivi here with your Wrestling Observer Live. Brian Alvarez not here. Unless you're a subscriber, twitch.tv slash F4W video. If you were, you could catch Brian during almost every single break of the show, reliving great moments from his wrestling career, including facing off against his friend Vinny. In a match where tickets apparently cost $2, according to our our video production unit here, $2 for that. Nobody asked for their money back either, so... A lot of questions over why Brian would use California Love for his theme music as opposed to like a Sir Mix-a-Lot or or somebody from Washington State where he's actually from, but we don't need to worry about that right now. Still talking about, uh, (laughs) almost said King of the Ring, Hell of a Cell, uh, which, you know, much like King of the Ring and Money in the Bank, you know, is just a a show where stipulations don't really matter because, as I mentioned, MVP was involved in Hell in the Cell last night. And again, did not lead directly to the finish, but uh, was involved. Uh, I guess that makes up for the fact that in Bianca against Bailey, there there was nobody in the cage. In fact, this match probably shouldn't have even taken place in a cage. Uh, this was, like, nothing about it felt like it should be in Hell in a Cell, and probably that's because... Before last Thursday, it wasn't going to be in Hell in a Cell. Um, you know, the the scuttlebutt really coming out of this thing is, and they worked very hard as well, too, and it was a, a really good way to kick off the, the pay-per-view portion of the show or the main portion of the show. But what comes out of it is, in an interview afterwards, Bianca says, uh, that Bailey, you know, kicked her butt last night, uh, and it was you know, a war. But she would never forgive Bailey. And I would assume that that's got to do with the fact that, that Bailey laughed in her face. And I would also assume that that means this feud is not over yet. And I don't think anybody is beating down the doors to see these two continue to, to go at each other. But it's kind of the same situation that, that Bobby Lashley's in because there you got SummerSlam, and we've heard names we've heard john cena we've heard brock lesnar what about sasha banks now i could see you bringing back sasha before that because if you are going to bring back john cena to face roman reigns and possibly brock lesnar down the line to face bobby lashley do you want to save everything uh to, to closer to hell in the cell or do you roll something out a little bit before that? Do you roll something out for Money in the Bank? Or at least around the television around Money in the Bank, that'll make us lead to Sasha and and, and, and Bianca. And I'm not saying that that's for sure what it's going to be. As Brian would say, don't report that. But kind of seems like the, the obvious answer here, right? Because again, if it's not going to be her, who is it? Carmella? You know, and I know it's, you know, I'm sure somebody's probably, uh, was that supposed to be a joke? No, I'm dead serious. Like, is it supposed to be Carmella? So 
you know, to me, Sasha and Bianca, you could do that a zillion times right now, and I don't think anybody is really going to get tired of it anytime soon, at least with compared to a lot of the rest of the stuff that you're you're putting out there. So, again, Bianca beats Bailey in about 20 minutes. KOD on the ladder. They they worked really, really hard. A lot of hair-based offense and defense in this match, too, with Bianca. I mean, hopefully it's not a crutch that they're falling too back on uh, when it comes to the hair. But when you have hair like that and you can actually whip somebody and leave lasting welts for as long as Bianca can, hey, you can incorporate that as a, as a true weapon in her offense. And that's definitely something that they're doing. But... They tried their best last night to, you know, use it inside the match. They, they tied it to a chair. Uh, Bailey had it underneath the steps and was stepping on it. It was just, you know, it was, it, it was all over with the hair last night. But at the end of the day, Bianca gets the victory, and and that was the the goodness there. Now there was a a pre match show as well too. Natalia with Tamina defeated Mandy Rose with, with Dana Brooke and. I'll say this. I think people have been too hard on the finish with Natalia going over. Uh, Mandy got to show uh, more than she has in a, a long, long time and got to do it with Natty for 10 minutes. So, you know, she held up her end of the deal more than fine in there. So she's been there a long time. And with the exception of the storyline she had with her real best friend, Sonia Deville, Mandy hasn't had anything really kind of going for her at all and had anything cooking as far as the storyline goes, and they tried to mash her and Dana together. But, you know, to me, she's got a lot more juice, a hell of a lot more than Dana has right now as far as what you may be able to do with her. So, you know, that match may end up being a nice notch on her belt moving forward if they decide to kind of get away from the tag team with, with her and Dana. But... I don't get, don't think they're getting away from that anytime soon. And I get it from fans who are going, well, now that, that Natty pinned Mandy, what do I want to see, you know, Mandy and Dana get a tag title shot for? Well, one, there's no other tag teams. So you're, you're really not going to have much of a choice. And two, you should be conditioned as a fan when it comes to WWE that there's 50 50 booking. And there's a Raw tonight with absolutely nothing that's been announced that is going to go on for three hours. So I, I think it's a safe bet. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's a pretty safe bet that they could easily come back tonight with Dana Brooke getting one over Tamina, and boom, there you go. So now if that you still don't want to see a match between the two teams, I can't blame you. But that's where we're at right now as far as not having any tag teams on either brand to face off against uh Natalia and Tamina so I I'm sure you're you're still going to go ahead and see that match and it's not again it's not the end of the world because again maybe there was a little bit more at play with Mandy and Natty and, and letting them go for 10 minutes and getting some work in there for Mandy Rose so yeah Seth Rollins and Cesaro went about 16 minutes again two great professionals here but it it shows the faith the WWE fans have in storylines and Cesaro because in the past two months, Rollins and Cesaro have had four, four actual in-ring uh, interactions. And Cesaro has been on the winning side of that three times, including two singles wins, one of which was at WrestleMania. Seth Rollins wins one match. 
one, with absolutely no indication whatsoever that this feud is over, but already, as soon as that happened, people are already looking to move both guys on, and everybody is wondering to what level in the mid-card Cesaro will fall to. Uh, you know, Dave and Brian did it last night on Observer Radio. I saw a lot of that online where it's like, you know, people may be done with this feud, but then it's like, okay, well, now what are they going to do with Cesaro? I wonder what Seth's on to. I didn't see any reason for them to, to get away from this feud. Other than you may not like it, you may be tired of it, whatever. But, like, you know, I think in their mind, Cesaro got the win at WrestleMania. You know, yes, Cesaro got the win at the uh, the retro SmackDown show, the flashback SmackDown show, but... I'm sure they're looking at this as now they're one in one on, on major events. And we're probably going to get another match because here's another one where what do you move these two on? Who do you move these two on with? You know, again, you, you have a lot of options. You can fantasy book there, but it doesn't, I didn't get the impression at all last night that they're going to, to, to bow out of this and to get out of this quite yet. Could be wrong. We'll, we'll have to see how it goes. Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler. Hold on, let me. <clears throat> Had to clear my throat. Had to get ready for this with this this summer cold here. Hopefully, somebody can cast a spell on me and get rid of that. Uh, hopefully, before the show is over. But uh, at least we got one funny spot out of this. Since now we're into to mind control. And if you go to my Twitter at Sempervivi, I, I tweeted some things from the past. Uh, a lady you may know by the name of Ivory who at one time was known as Tina Ferrari in the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, the original, not the Netflix reboot, but the actual wrestling quote-unquote show from 1986-87 or so. They actually had an angle like this, where, where, where Tina Ferrari, the future Ivory, was, was put under a spell by the Princess of Darkness, and she was led to do all these flips on her own and threw herself outside the ring and, and running into walls. But then she got back in the ring and the, the referee started to give a count and that actually snapped her out of it. I don't know if that would be enough to snap Nia Jax out of the spell that Alexa Bliss put on her last night before defeating Shayna Baszler. But it, at least that was amusing because for those who didn't see it, Alexa Bliss stares at Shayna Baszler. Or not Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax. She'd already laid out Shayna Baszler. And she's staring at Nia. And Nia is staring at her. And they're staring at each other. And Alexa raises her hand. So Nia raises her hand. And Reginald comes up to Nia. And he's, he's trying to get her to snap out of it. And Alexa takes her hand and swats it. So Nia takes her hand and swats it. And smacks the hell out of Reginald, which was hilarious. But to make it even better, to go from the ridiculous to the sublime, Alexa looks outside the ring and yells, Ah! Which causes Naya to look back at her and scream, Ah! And then I can't even remember exactly how she got the victory, but then Alexa ended up defeating Shayna Baszler and, and getting the victory. Is there going to be three more hours of this tonight? There's a reason Bray Wyatt's in hiding right now. You may want to stick Alexa Bliss, this gimmick, Lily, and everything else there before you get back out in front of fans. 
A little bit more of this show to go, as well as a lot of other news from throughout pro wrestling and your feedback. 1-800-878-PLAY. We'll be back. Wrestling Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor. I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor. 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Mike Sempervivi back here with you, Wrestling Observer Live. No Brian Alvarez today. He'll be back with me tomorrow. If you want to annoy him, you can. You can jump on his Twitter. He says he doesn't look at the comments. I believe that he does. That would be at Brian Alvarez. Mine is at Sempervivi. This broadcaster is at Sports Byline USA. And at WONF4W, for all the news that you need in professional wrestling and mixed martial arts, they'll be watching Raw for you tonight in case you don't want to. 
I can understand that completely. We should be getting some some more clearance on uh, on Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair, though. Um, that was the one match we haven't talked about yet that was on the show. That was, they went about 15 minutes. What was the time? Let's see. Uh, 14.11 is what we have up here on the site. That was easily the best interaction that Charlotte and Rhea have had, in my opinion, since last year's WrestleMania. I mean, not counting three ways, because they've been in three ways with Asuka and with Io Shirai and with other people that have been good. But when those two are in there with each other, it has been hit and miss. And this was mostly hit, except for one incredible botchamania miss where Charlotte was stomping the air. And I don't know if she was going all Shawn Michaels there against Hulk Hogan, where Rhea may have moved too much on her or something like this and tried to roll away from the, the boots and Charlotte just kept booting the air just for the hell of it. But, uh, yeah, ex- with the exception of that obvious uh, failure in the match, uh, they were killing each other, and they were doing a-, a really good job working with each other, which, again, is is, is a little shaky. But Rhea, according, if I'm not mistaken, because I got this second hand, so Eddie, I- I'm not very good at multitasking here, but I'm going to keep an eye on a chat, Okay. If I'm not mistaken, the fans were cho- were told to cheer for Rhea Ripley last night. She was the babyface. She was the good guy. She was the one that had to save her title via disqualification. Now, the disqualification was incredibly cheap. Rhea goes outside the ring, grab the the hood to the announcer table, the thing that they'll usually throw off and and put somebody through the table and then usually pick that thing up later on and, and hit their opponent with it and never get disqualified? Well, guess what? Rhea got disqualified. So after 14 minutes, your semi-main event for the show, Rhea Ripley gets disqualified for nonsense. And much like some of these other matches, that means this feud is not over. Now, because of what we've seen on Raw the last couple of weeks, will Nikki Cross play a part in in this match? It's possible. I guess we could get her in there for a three-way or or something like that. But one thing is for sure, uh, Charlotte and Rhea is not done. And considering the way Rhea got the victory here, I wouldn't fall over shocked that the next time we get a pin... That pin isn't Charlotte Flair over Rhea Ripley and taking the Raw Women's Championship. And before we get to some phone calls, i got a, a couple of things here for you. Some notes coming out of the show. Really, only one big major note coming out of the show, and that is, according to Mike Johnson, Becky Lynch was backstage at Hell in a Cell. Now, I don't know if that's news or not, considering that, you know, her, her beau is, is Seth Rollins and she apparently, uh, according to Fightful, as well as Dave and other sources, last week was working out at the Performance Center. So I don't think it's any really big shock that she's going to be on the comeback trail. What's going to be interesting with her is when you decide to bring her back. Because kind of like I was talking about when it came to Sasha, bringing Sasha back, you know, you don't want to get too crazy 
when it comes to to SummerSlam because you know you still got months after that. You know you still got what September October before you get to to the Survivor Series, and then you got to get through to to January. So it's like okay, well if Brock's coming back to face Bobby. You know, okay, did, did, is it going to be Bobby and Kofi for a couple of months? You know, okay, how how are you going to do all that? You don't want to load everybody up at the same time. So when do you bring Beck back? You know, definitely to me, you don't want to bring her back from Money in the Bank. That, that's for sure. Is maybe with the exception of Edge, I don't think I want to see anybody brought back and put in a position to win Money in the Bank. And I don't even think I want to see Edge do it. You know, to me, I think that may be a way to get Drew McIntyre uh, back into the title picture, especially because he can win the title or win the briefcase, and and Bobby Lashley could continue to hold on to the briefcase. But then at Royal Rumble, lose it. Now, granted, that would seemingly, if you're you're looking at it from the Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley point of view, if you do something like that, then what are you setting up? Are you setting up Drew and and Brock Lesnar one more time at WrestleMania, but this time in front of fans, you know, that, that that's possible. I mean, I guess you could go in that direction, but bottom line is you want to be careful with who you, to me, who you decide to, to bring back and, and putting them in money in the bank, I don't think is a good idea. One thing I, I did, you know, people were speculating and have speculated a lot about Roman Reigns and John Cena coming back. You know, people have speculated about, uh, money in the bank as far as one of the Usos, and and I would assume Jimmy Uso. You know, I saw that kind of bandied about. Imagine if they were to win, uh, money in the bank, and you could you know play off the the tension that's already there with Jimmy and Roman. And what that serves to do as well too is much like we saw with the Miz and Otis last year. And Damien Sandow and Cody and I mean, how many other times? How many times have they used the Money in the Bank briefcase as just a, a pawn in the game? I mean, it carries no value whatsoever. It might as well be King of the Ring. I mean, there's not been a. I mean, the, to me, King of the Ring was probably the first, you know, gimmick pay per view gimmick coming out of pay per view that they bastardized. I mean, when it comes to the Money in the Bank briefcase, it was a very simple thing to be a number one contender to have this, you know, piece of of, of this commodity in the, your hands and they've just kind of thrown that away. So, you know, one of the Usos gets it, but doesn't actually cash it in. Somebody on raw gets it, doesn't actually cash it in. I mean, that that's completely possible. We have a long time from the time that briefcase is usually won. Uh, then, then, you know, the, the time it goes and gets paid off. I mean, the Miz last year was what February, I guess it was when they decided to finally settle on whatever it is that they were going to do with him before Bobby Lashley, uh, got onto it. So money in the bank for Fort Worth, Texas coming up. So again, that seems to be it for the, the Thunderdome era of pay-per-views and events. That's all going to be winding down. And they're getting getting back out there on the road. AEW going back out on the road. They will be in Pittsburgh for two events in August. They announced today that on Wednesday, August 11th, that episode of Dynamite will take place at the Peterson Event Center. They're also going to go back two days later for the premiere of AEW Rampage. So those tickets will go on sale this coming Friday, June 25th at 10 a.m. There's also going to be a ticket pre-sale starting at 10 a.m. Eastern this Thursday. There's going to be a special two-event uh, two combo ticket available as well, too. So 
Pittsburgh, obviously the the hometown of Britt Baker. Kurt Angle, also his hometown. He is unaffiliated right now, unless you you, you count the podcast he's doing with Conrad Thompson. It, it, you know, other than that, he's unaffiliated. So could he pop up on those shows? I would figure yes. Uh, if he's available, he would. They go back on the road beginning July 7th. The Road Rager episode of Dynamite will take place in Miami. I believe that's got the the uh, was it the South Beach Strat match is what they're calling it between QT Marshall and, uh, and Cody there. So there is that. Uh, news out of ROH, the Briscoes set for a match against each other on the farm down there in Sandy Fork. Jay Briscoe versus Mark Briscoe. The fight on the farm will air on ROH TV uh, Saturday, July 3rd. Papa Briscoe trying to get Jay and Mark to settle their differences. What better than inside the ring? Uh, a video aired on the latest ROH TV show with Jay and Mark in front of the ring at their farm. Jay blamed Mark for their loss against EC3 and Flip Gordon. Papa then walked up to him and said, Jay and Mark still haven't gotten things right between them. Papa said, why don't you get things right old school style with a fight on the farm? And there you go. They also have brawling buddies now in case you wanted to scare the hell out of your little children. Bring home the Briscoe brothers and, and plop them up on their bed and tell them to sleep tight with those. Okay. Uh, Survival of the Fittest Tournament also coming back on ROH TV. And that's actually going to start kicking in this weekend. So uh, Flamita defeated Ray Horace in the first round of the tournament. Eli Isom is also involved. Bandito, Brian Johnson, Chris Dickinson. And then the final match coming up, Danhausen against Rhett Titus to see who is going to round out the Survival of the Fittest field. But that's Survival of the Fittest on the phone lines right now, and you can join them, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Brandon in Virginia. Brandon, how are you? Hey, how's it going, Mike? I hope you had a good Father's Day yesterday, my man. Um, I uh, I appreciate that. I did. Oh, wonderful, man. Hey, I want to know, you know, Michael Cole at the end of the Seth Rollins match said Seth stole one. And I just was thinking, like, how do you, in what way did he steal a victory? Like, it, I don't, unless he held on to the ropes or the tights, I don't think I saw that. And, you know, it was just kind of weird that he blurted that out as if Seth had cheated or something. But, um, uh, yeah. I mean, not I'm only did he not steal a victory, not only did he not steal a victory, he actually got the victory with his injured arm. Because you remember yeah. when he was trying to give him the sharpshooter, Cesaro started stomping that arm, and Seth Rollins still went ahead and rolled him up with it. Now, you need a whole body control there, but still whipped that arm over immediately afterwards and got the pin. Yeah, there was there was nothing stolen about that. So weird, so weird. I am interested to see what happens when Becky comes back because, like, she's such a star, and I wonder how she would respond to being put into feuds or things with, like, Alexa Bliss or being portrayed sometimes as, unlikable because sometimes the women on that roster get portrayed in ways that just make them look unlikable so i'm interested to see what happens when becky comes back but thanks for taking my call brent i absolutely appreciate that man yeah well yeah i mean look at look at mandy rose is mandy rose supposed to be the baby face her and dana like in, in on paper you would think so but look at the way that they reacted to the photo shoot of like the two people training in the training ring and even her last night and kind of how she carries herself, I mean, to me, she's a lot more of a heel than she is a baby face, you know, the, with the swagger and, and the look and all that sort of stuff. But 
You know, it's like, well, who was the baby face last night? It didn't really make any sense. But before we run out of time here, I want to get to Matthew in South Carolina. Matthew, what's going on? Hey, what's up? What's happening, man? Oh, this is just going to say this in regards to Becky and Bianca. I do feel like this feud is going to continue because the way that she was, that Bailey was just focused on Bianca's hair, plus from the finish of Backlash, I feel like the only real logical conclusion is this has to end with like some hair versus hair match. That, and I agree with you. And I thank you very much for the call, Matthew. Appreciate that. But and that's what it feels like to me too. And that's kind of like it felt like they were going to have a match on the pay-per-view yesterday that was going to lead to something at Money in the Bank. And then when they decided to, to pull Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio and put that on Friday, they had to go ahead and figure, okay, we got to put another Hell in a Cell on the show. We advertised two of them, and they put that match in there. And it just didn't, you know, again, the, the vibe, the match didn't match the vibe at all. It, it didn't really fit to me at all so i there is nothing especially with what bianca said afterwards there is nothing that makes me believe that that feud is over with whatsoever and let me just get this out of the way becky lynch and alexa no becky lynch is way higher on the food chain and better stay that way she better or they'll pay for that wrestling observer live I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? 
It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Man, Wale twice on this show. Gas his head and his ego up even more. Mike Sempervivi back here with you. Brian Alvarez, don't worry, everybody. Brian Alvarez will be back with me tomorrow. And, oh, boy, thank God, because I wouldn't be doing a show because I'm not sitting there watching Raw and talking about it by myself. I'm not doing that. You're out your minds. We'd be talking about other things that we probably should have talked about today, like Game Changer Wrestling in Laramie, Wyoming, the Outlaw Mud Show, which took place on Saturday night on Fight TV. AEW, by the way, the week before that, Friday on Fight TV. Both of those available for replay. Both were really, really good shows. Uh, I'm sure you heard about Mance Warner, Nick Gage, all over the place, all over a barn in Laramie, Wyoming. Eight cops show up in six cop cars because they heard it got out of control. Everybody apparently has has left Wyoming alive, and uh, and then nobody's being held there, <laughs> and nobody had to be released on their own recognizance or or by paying uh, some sort of bail money. So a successful weekend, I believe, for for Game Changer Wrestling there. So we we won't unfortunately be talking about that uh, tomorrow. Unfortunately, it's going to be a whole lot of raw talk. And if you miss Brian. And you cannot wait until tomorrow's show. Become a member of WrestlingObserver.com. I don't even know how much it is a month, but it is completely worth it, especially if you love Brian, because not only do you get Brian and Vinny shows, which they did a post-show after the sh- after uh, uh, Hell in a Cell last night, but he and Dave are going to be back running down everything that's taking place in the world of professional wrestling and mixed martial arts, all the fallout from Hell in a Cell last night, everything that's going to take place on raw tonight get you ready for your week to come in professional wrestling and mixed martial arts oh by the way boss man will be back with filthy tom waller later on today as well my name is mike sempervivi thank you to dominic menez thank you out there for listening we will talk to you again after a while